Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Another edition of Are You Future Ready? Sponsored by the Human Capital Service Center. I'm your host again, Ron Haskell. And joining me this time for a chat was Vivian Adowu. And I was very excited to interview Vivian because we've talked to senior executives and we've talked to supervisors and people that worked here for a very long time. But Vivian uh, just became a full-time employee. She interned here for a while. She hired in on a special program. Uh, She's just about to graduate, so she's already trying to finish school and uh, get started here at VA. But she talks about her journey with with her family. She's very family-oriented. And then through school, how she ended up here, why she wanted to be a VA, and what she's looking forward to in her personal development going forward. So I think you'll really enjoy her story. I think you'll be interested in hearing some of the things on how she hired in and some of the programs. And uh, just enjoy. All right, here we go. Another edition of Are You Future Ready? I'm your host on this episode, Ron Haskell. And sitting across the table from me as our guest is Miss Vivian Adowu. Vivian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Ron. Vivian, you're a program specialist for the Human Capital Services Center, correct? Yes, I am, and I work on the communications team. Comms team, excellent. So we've, uh, through the series, we've interviewed senior leaders, people, uh, managers, people on the ground, deck plates. Yes. Uh, but you're a new employee to VA. Yes, I am. Awesome. So for our listeners, uh, with this new, fresh pr- perspective, yes. can you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and how to... Uh, did you get to come to work at VA? Okay, so like you said, I'm Vivian Idowu. I am a Nigerian American, born and raised in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. I attended Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland, where I studied biology and you know, graduated with that degree and with the mindset that I was either gonna go into nursing or pharmacy. Never really engineering, but you know, all those careers are all throughout my family, so I just felt like I just had to choose one of those. Mm -hmm. And I kept persuading myself that that's what I wanted to do, but finally I came to a realization, I need to find out what's best for me. So I rerouted my career path, and I am now a current grad student at Trinity Washington University, Mm -hmm. and I'll be graduating with my Master of Arts in Strategic Communications and Public Relations in May 2020 this year. Oh wow, congrats. Thank you. and. The way that I found out about this program, I I came to the VA through an internship program. It's called the National Diversity Internship Program, Mm -hmm. also known as NDIP. I was just going through my email, my Trinity email, and I found out, oh, okay, here's this opportunity, and I went ahead and applied. I didn't have really a lot of experience in communication, so I knew I had to chase opportunities, and that's what I did. So the first time I applied, unfortunately, I got rejected. Mm. But I reached out to the person who emailed me my rejection letter, and I said, if an, another opportunity opens up, please, you know, p- please make sure you reach out to me. And I think he was, you know, probably taken away by that message because normally you don't get a response. Yeah. Well, most people don't the respond. Extra step. That's yeah, what, I like it. Yeah, so I took that extra step, and then in like two months, I got an email saying, you know, do you want this opportunity? I quickly applied so fast, and I left. <laughs> A nonprofit that I was working for, and I just came straight here as an intern uh, September of last year. Wow! And I did what I had to do. I did what I had to do. I believe I played my cards right, <laughs> and you know, 
a few days to the end of my internship, I was offered the opportunity to be the program specialist. Wow, that's fantastic. Yes. Uh, so you're chasing all this down while you're a grad student. Yes. Uh, you've changed direction on, on very focused on uh, what path you want to take and all that. You seem like a very motivated person. What, what, what sort of things motivate you? So altogether, my family, they're you know, my number one motivation. I am the last born, and I live with my mom, my dad, or my brother, he just recently bought a house. Congrats to him. Oh, nice. But my sister as well, um, she lives with us. And they're my, you know, it's almost like being the last born, I feel like my life was pretty much set for me. <laughs> it's like I'm living in their experience already, so it's like I know the do's and don'ts already. Yeah. So my father, he always taught me the importance of saying thank you, and just like how I said about you know, getting that rejection letter instead of just being upset and just giving up. I, you know, I just took it like it is what it is. If another opportunity comes, it will. My mom, she taught me about the importance of being confident and always being respectful. Mm -hmm. And I feel like those, you know, my parents, they just kind of gave me that attitude that shows people how just kind and genuine I am. I'm not like some, I'm very humble, I'd say that. Mm -hmm. My brother, he taught me the importance of just you know, never judging anyone because you never know the circumstance that someone's in. And my sister, she just taught me to be myself. Mm -hmm. And throughout this whole entire situation where I kind of just felt like I was in a hole, not sure what I wanted to do anymore, you know, my sister always told me, like, chase your dreams, you know. Don't be a nurse or a pharmacist because everyone else is. Don't be a nurse or pharmacist because it runs, you know, in our family and, you know, that's where they say the money is, you know. <laughs> Do what you love and opportunities will come and you have to chase those opportunities because they will not chase you. Right. So, number one motivation, my family. I can see that. I can see you. Uh, I don't know if the, the the smile and the glow when you talk about your family comes hey. through uh, <laughs> on the recording, but uh, I can t see that they mean a lot to you. Thank you. They do. So, uh, for people listening uh, that might be thinking of coming to VA or even people that are looking to recruit people mm -hmm. like you, high achievers uh, coming out of grad school, um, tell us a little bit more about the National Diversity Internship Program. How does that sure. work? Sure. So the National Diversity Internship Program, they offer opportunity, internship opportunities to graduate students like myself and also undergrad students who are currently enrolled in accredited post-secondary institutes and minority institutions mm -hmm. and they have like two sessions I believe the fall and the spring I'm not too sure about that but they offer the opportunity and then when you come in I'll tell you more like about my experience sure, like when yeah. I came in I had the opportunity to work with you know the government employees on veteran focused and like customer service focused projects. Very big right and, now. And yeah, and mm -hmm. I worked in like communications and public affairs. I actually worked for the NCA and I had uh, several projects where I got to work in social media as well and post on their Facebook and Twitter. And the opportunity just felt so good that I, you know, I'm just, I'm a newbie and I'm walking in and they actually trust my work mm -hmm. you know I was writing stories on their social media about heroic veterans in World War One and World War Two, and the fact that they trusted me that I can do it, it just made me really feel so wanted yeah so um, for the people who want to apply for the internship program I know this on the VA website my school actually gave me the opportunity okay. to just go straight to the link 
So I believe that anyone who is enrolled in undergrad and, you know, anyone who just fits the criteria, they should definitely apply. And, and to anyone listening to the podcast, we'll make sure that that link's available uh, when we post this. Awesome. So that's excellent. Yeah, I mean, getting the real-world experience uh, of being able to post on social media and things like that, that really, in my opinion, is also as a comms uh, yeah. communications person, um, that is so valuable uh, to be able to get that uh, applied uh, professional experience. Awesome. So uh, is there any lessons that you learned uh, on that internship that, that uh, you think made, made you an appealing uh, employee to come here full time? Is there anything you pulled from anything specific you worked on? Definitely. I believe that, you know, whole idea of them giving me the assignment and me showing them how confident, you know, I was to do it. And I guess I contributed to it in a sure, very positive yeah. way, very professional way. And that all comes from the values my family taught me, mm -hmm. that I'm you know, just able to give a lot of effort and good effort um, in everything that I do. And I believe that you know, it just stood out for the fact that I was just with them for that short period of time. And, you know, and I, I entered you know, working with Human Capital Services Center. They sent me on that rotation with the National Cemetery Administration. Okay. Um, so for uh, Human Capital Service Center to pull me back and say, you know, we want Vivian, it's because they got good, you know, they heard good results sure. from, you know, the That National. gets around. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I feel like I, like I said earlier, I played my cards right and, you know, and I'm here now. Awesome. So for anyone that might uh, be looking to follow your path. Yeah. Um, either through the National Diversity Internship or just looking uh, to get into VA, um, you know, out of grad school. Uh, do you have any advice to anyone? I definitely say, well, like me, from my story, rerouting your career, there's nothing wrong with that. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people get stuck in one place and they feel like, you know, I just have, you know, I, I ha already started this, I have to complete something in this direct field, in this specific, specific field. I feel that people should just go, you know, chase their dreams. Mm -hmm. Do what's best for you, because you never want to, you know, I never wanted to start the nursing program and dislike it because I had some hands-on experience working with ophthalmologists during surgeries mm -hmm. and I was not fond of it. I didn't love it. Yeah. So I say for anyone who you know happens to come to like a place where like they're just lost yeah. in their career path, I feel like the best thing is the best thing that they should do is find, you know, what motivates them. Mm -hmm. Like I said, my family motivates me. If somebody doesn't have, you know, that family around them, I think they should definitely find a mentor. Yeah, They Very should, important. and you know, mentors, they're all around. I mean, now we have social media, which is a big thing. There's a lot of people who can motivate you through social media alone. Mm -hmm. And I believe at the end of the day, if you chase, you know, if you put effort in, great things will come out from it. I've always thought of this idea of, uh, I think we get too caught up and you come to the fork in the road. Yes. And that, that we look at it as either right or wrong. Yes. But sometimes there's right and sort of right, but right. really what's more important is how you execute once you take go down that path. So yes. Just, and there was, there was something I actually wanted to share. Me actually deciding to go to, you know, to actually enter the field of communications. Mm -hmm. The, my story is it's very interesting so I was online when I was learning about 
you know, when I was doing my research on Trinity Washington University, mm -hmm. and somehow I got the dates wrong. I thought I was going in for the nursing orientation, <laughs> but actually I was going in for the strategic communications and public relations and, um, orientation. Right. And when I walked into the room, it's like, everyone just seems so happy. <laughs> and, you know, the chairperson, all the staff members, they just were so energetic, and honestly, I was just sold there, and there's a reason why I entered that wrong orientation. So I want people to understand that a lot of things just happen for a reason. It's destiny thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that, because if, if it wasn't for that, I'd be, you know, working with patients right now, and I think I'd prefer... Yeah, you're this. happy with where you're at. It's, I'm it's happy a different, It's a different thing for your personality and, and things like that. Yes. Cool. Okay, so... Uh, you know, as we wrap up here, for anyone listening, any, any takeaways, any last advice that you want to give uh, uh, to people listening? Yes, I, you know, I want people to stay motivated, chase opportunities because they will not chase you. Do what you love and never compare yourself to anyone else because everyone has their own story. Sure. And, you know, someday you'll be able to tell your story and it'll motivate someone else. I think that's uh, very enlightening from someone who's just uh, getting into the workforce and getting started. You, you have a very bright future, I think, Vivian. So thank, thank you. Thank you for coming on. That's all the time we have for today's edition of Are You Future Ready? If you like what you heard in this interview, please take a moment to review and subscribe to the series on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Ron Haskell. Thank you for listening to Are You Future Ready? Be well. Thank <laughs> you.